Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me Somewhere across this country Okay. But now we're live. Hello, world. Hello. I'm with my new friend here, Jeremy. Jeremy Bikes. Jeremy Bikes 492. Did I get the numbers right? Uh, What's your Instagram? I don't think there's any. Are there no numbers, numbers in your there's Instagram? No I swear to God, <laughs> I remember seeing. Is it just Jeremy Jer Bikes? Jer Bikes. Jer underscore Bikes. Okay, so yeah, world. That's it. J E R underscore Bikes. His Instagram. But Jeremy is biking across Canada from Toronto. He's doing what I'm doing, except way cooler, way longer, way so more long. respectable. Everything about it is way more challenging. I'm just a softie compared to you. <laughs> um, but I'm really I excited. I would say it. I'm saying it. You don't okay. have to say it. Um, but I'm excited to talk to him today. We actually met each other through, I think I mentioned it before, uh, the Yes Fam Canada group on Facebook. Yeah, I saw that you were doing this trip. What is wrong with you? I think is the first question. <laughs> What's the first? That's the first question I'll ask you. <laughs> um, too much stubbornness. Mm. That's what I'll say. I, yeah, I could have quit so many times. What but. made you want to do it in the first place? Like, what's the um, what's the thought there? Well, I've always kind of like thought it was cool to bike across Canada. I saw videos of people doing it. And I thought, oh, that's so dope. And I brought it up to my roommate after seeing a video as a joke, but then she's like no we should do this let's do this you say we she's yeah. not here no she's not okay so uh <laughs> the plan was that we'll train all fall and then get gym memberships in the winter do the cycling classes and everything all winter um of course gyms were closed all winter mm. and uh then come the fall or the spring she uh did not feel ready for it and very wisely backed out. Yeah. But I had everything and no. Oh, that's unfortunate. You weren't going to wait? No. Didn't really see it uh, happening anytime in the future, if not now. That's respectable. I agree. That's basically the same logic I had for my trip. I'm like, this is the perfect year to do it. So you are, we're doing this in Jasper. We're recording this in Jasper. Um, You started June 12th? June 5th. June 5th. Yes. Okay. What was your, where, where did you start and kind of map me through Canada? So map us. I, uh, I started in Toronto or like just outside of Toronto and then went, uh, like North to Algonquin park, pedaled through that and went East through it towards Ottawa where my brothers live in. And I stayed there for about two weeks or so. And then I left there, went through uh what was it went through quebec a little bit and then crossed over the ottawa river and went to north bay and then over um lake superior and i followed the transcanda from there i went to stayed in kenora for about two weeks again and then continued on and at regina I went north to Saskatoon and over and now I'm in Jasper. Insane. Uh, that's a lot of distance covered and I guess two, well, I guess it's two and a half months, almost three months. 
June it's to September? 4,482 kilometers. 4,482. All right. Well, I've done double in a car, though, so I'll take less credit. I think I just passed <laughs> 9,300 today, which is almost wow. exactly, I think, double what your number is, if, if my math is correct. Uh, 4,482 times 2 well. would be 9,000. So okay. it just under... So, so just sorry, no, I, I don't know how to do math. But just, we're almost about the same distance, except me twice. Um, so there's a lot of questions I have. Okay. First one I'll see if I can is, them. I get this question a lot. Have you had to shit <laughs> in the side of the road and like dig a hole for your shit? Uh, so I saw your answer on your ask me anything and mine is a little bit higher than yours. It, so I had to do that three times. Yeah. That's not bad though. It's, it's not bad. I yeah. was prepared to do it like almost daily yeah. when I was starting out. Me too. But, <laughs> but I was I surprised. Very thankfully, yeah, I did not have to. Well, because when if I think about timelines, like I started right when things were opening up, so I could yeah. use public washrooms no matter where I went. Like things were just opening right. up again. You started about a month and a half before I did. Mm -hmm. So what was that month and a half like where you couldn't access public washrooms? I'm trying to remember. So there was a lot of uh, like biking trails throughout southern Ontario yeah. that had like outhouses that were closed but that just means they took out the toilet paper so i brought my own toilet paper and That's used smart. those um and then but yeah there was sections where there was nothing and just like gas stations and stuff but all the washrooms were closed so i yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds brutal showers what about showers, showers? how how have showers yes. been for you are you been mostly doing it in lakes or are you actually um, so I was doing uh, like in lakes for a bit in Ontario, but there's also like an app warm showers. So I can uh, hit up strangers and be like, yo, can you host me? I want to take a shower and they'll do that. Um, this is the first time I'm hearing of this yeah. app, to be honest. So this it's, is- It's a great app. Is, I'll use yeah. this for the next one. I use iOverlander, okay. which shows where there's public like community centers that have washrooms okay. and stuff. But hosts, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then there's also just yeah community centers and stuff in towns that you okay. pass. Do you or have like, like a good life membership? That I do not. No. Okay. Maybe that would be a good thing. Yeah, I've heard of that. People have recommended me for that for okay. getting showers because you can go for free and if you right. want, I guess workout. But <laughs> I think I'm. I'll pass <laughs> yeah, on the I workout. Yeah, I think you'll pass. <laughs> well, one of the things you're doing is is you before we went uh, before I hit record, you said that you want to do so you do hikes. And biking. It's not like you're just out here. I haven't done biking. a lot of hikes yet. Oh, okay. But I've I've done a couple in uh, Lake Superior area. Okay. But it's something that I definitely wanted to do once I hit the mountains. Yeah. Because, I mean, why not? What else is there to do? There's yeah. so many hikes, and it's just the beautiful. hikes out here are beautiful. Did you do um, Orphan? Lake in Lake Superior? Actually, yes. Yes? I did. Yo! I heard you do that on the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I did this exact yes! same hike. That's a nice it's hike. A, it's a nice hike. It's It sucks that it's down then up though. I didn't like that yeah, part. But the <laughs> the beach along Lake Superior was, it was so cold. Yep. So cold, Just, but nice. Are you going to go in the glacial waters? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This I, much colder. I have to. <laughs> much colder. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But I, I believe you. I, be, I think if I went back down Lake Superior and I went in the water, I think I'd have a lot less yeah. trouble with it because of being in glacial water. Like now, I'll go back to my cottage 
in Georgia, which is in Georgian Bay. Okay. I'll be able to jump in on October and be like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is, Easy. I won't even have to like trick my mind into it. <laughs> I was very proud of myself of just like walking into Lake Louise. I didn't really need much buildup. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm a little anxious for them, but mostly excited. Once you do Lake Louise or any of them, once you do one, yeah. it gets pretty easy from there. I would, I would say based on my experience. Okay. I um, also want to find hot springs along the way. Yes. I'm excited. I'm for sure those. your body would love that. Yeah. It would be a nice mix to have hot springs as well as just amazing <laughs> cold ice baths. I'm pretty sure right. it'd be really good for your body. Yeah, maybe. How have you been eating and cooking? Cause I have admitted on my podcast, I've been really lazy with it. I just eat out, but eat. I've been lazy with it as in I don't cook often. I I'd normally like pick up food and supplies at a grocery store or yeah. usually a Dollarama and I'll get like canned tuna or Vienna sausages and some, some pita bread or tortillas yeah. for my meals. I've got some instant oatmeal for the morning on the occasions that I feel like cooking when I'm cold as hell and the fingers aren't working too well. Yeah. Um, and then mostly granola bars and fruit throughout the day. Yeah. And a well, lot of chocolate bars. Well, because you probably can't carry too. much extra weight or you don't want to carry yeah, much extra no. weight, right? Do you go so, grocery shopping like once every two days or what? Um, well, I've actually, I am loaded down quite a bit more than is absolutely necessary. Okay. I've got enough food that'll last me like four days or so. Okay. Or maybe more if I stretch it out. Do you fill up uh, with water like through lakes and stuff and, and river, um, river runoff? No, or? not really. Normally I'll could find the, oh yeah? Yeah. And it's. You'll be Fine. able to do it with the mountains if you okay. if you're high enough. You're on hikes. I would you can oh, fill okay. it up with glacial water. Uh, yeah, um, I'll definitely be doing that. Do you that. have like a water filter? I I've got a life straw, and honestly, those are not the best okay. idea. You have to suck so hard for them. I'll give you mine. To pull in. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have like a little water bottle that that uh, that fills up and filters the water, but now I don't need it. That so would be I'll, I'll amazing. Yeah. That would be awesome. I, think, I don't even know if I've used it, to be honest. I really? Think I, I, think I've just, I think I've just drank it straight. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it will be really like helpful. Yeah, that would be here. awesome. Yeah, normally so, I fill up at like, there's generally a potable water station or mm. I can ask someone to fill up the my bottles yeah. or I'll buy new ones at a gas station. or. Have you met a lot of strangers on the trip that have helped you out? Um... A few, not as many as I thought, especially okay. when I started. Um, it was like hard to approach people because of COVID. Mm. And so that added an extra social barrier there. Yeah. I find but. like in Ontario, it's a bit more problematic than anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of the prairies are like, they don't even have mask mandates. Yeah. Does Alberta have a mask mandate? Nope. So I'm back in Alberta, Another, right? Yeah, so, Alberta doesn't, Saskatchewan doesn't, Manitoba doesn't. Yeah, BC does again. It oh, just, really? Yeah, so they just started it two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Or a week and a half ago. Um, but theirs Honestly, is back. I've still been wearing my mask. It okay. just feels too weird to not, when I'm in a store. Yeah. It's just like, the a first people, time I walked in, it's so awkward. Yeah. And normally if I see people in masks, I know that they're tourists from somewhere else. Right. If yeah, they, that's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. It makes it a because bit I'm traveling around, when I'm like going to all the small towns, if I, I don't want to like bring anything in there. Yeah, yeah. I I I kind of took off my mask as soon as it was allowed because it just Fair felt enough. so freeing. Yeah. But then, you're in some really tight places sometimes. Like, there was there's a gondola down from this mountain grouse grind in in Vancouver. Okay. There's a gondola that has like 60 people, and I'm like. <laughs> 
okay, so we're allowed, we're not allowed to do so many things, but all of a sudden we're allowed to do a gondola with 60 people. And the, everyone was wearing masks because of the mask mandate, but bef- I'm, I don't think it was necessary a week before right. when there was no mask mandate. So I'm like, it's, I, w- I would not be comfortable in a 60 person crowd. And there was another thing I did in Squamish. There was a festival and oh, wow. there was, this was before the mask mandate. Um, and I'm like, I, my friend's like, let's go into the crowd and sing. I'm like, I'm not going into a crowd of people <laughs> moving and shaking and sh- sh- like sharing their sweat everywhere. Uh, honestly, the festival sounds so much fun right now. Yeah. But yeah, the crowd would music. be. I don't know if you're oh, a country okay. music fan. I don't hate on it like some people do. I hate on but, it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan. What would be your biggest learning experience from this trip so far almost three months oh man you should have prepared me for this one <laughs> i you, you should have known it was coming you've listened to some of my my past uh, podcast my biggest learning moment take as long my as mind has just gone want. blank that's okay i can edit out the pause okay what's my biggest learning moment biggest takeaway learning moment thing that you're like holy shit this is something i never want to go through again i'm loving this it could be any of those things just some moments that you're like wow okay i guess one thing is uh just being more comfortable like with myself and like just not requiring other people to find my own fun and enjoyment that's been a a great lesson um being able to just uh, like not worry about other people when I'm like out in public. So like social anxiety has been a struggle mm. for me for quite a while. And this has definitely assisted with attempting to overcome that in mm. certain scenarios for sure. No, that makes sense. I'd, I'd say it's the same for me. Yeah. So you, uh, yes, yes, theory fam for whoever that don't know, like their slogan, seek discomfort. You have a flag that says seek discomfort. What does like seek discomfort mean to you? Oh man, seek discomfort. So it's like a movement started by these guys to try to, uh, put yourself in scenarios that are outside of your comfort zone to hopefully inspire growth and moments that are worth remembering. And yeah, I don't know. What does it mean to you though? Did you embrace that? Do you think it means something different? Do you think that this is truly discomforting for you? Like kind of fill me in on what this whole journey has meant for you. Hmm. Um, yeah, this, this journey has been quite uncomfortable. There's been many times that like I've wanted to quit and I've just had to really just push on through those. And I, I find that every time I put myself in an uncomfortable scenario, I find me like the future me is proud of that that version of myself that did that and accomplished what he didn't necessarily like feel comfortable doing, mm. but wanted to do. 
So I guess that's what like seeking discomfort means to me is putting yourself in those scenarios that you like want to do, but you're uncomfortable with the situation fully and being able to grow from that and feel comfortable in the future yeah. doing similar things. No, I, I think that's, that's so true. I know this other guy who talks about like li- uh, building your life resume and it's never right. things about work. Jesse Itzler is his name. And I, I like that, that aspect of life. I think this is in the same realm for me. Like this van trip is part of building my life resume. This is something that you can go back and share it your, with your friends, whoever you meet in the future. Would you want to do the Canada trip again or would you want to like bike across the states mm. like what what's kind of like your thing beyond so, this um living in a van seems luxurious at the moment that that would be really nice but um <laughs> <laughs> i was really bummed out about not being able to get into the maritimes when i started mm. so doing that would be great um also i've heard a bunch of people talking well a few people that i've crossed paths with have talked about going from alaska down to argentina and that seems incredible to me but that's that's quite a big project yeah and if it is in the works then it's far in the future okay another option i was considering this summer is uh hitchhiking across europe trying to meet up with more yes fam members yeah. throughout europe that would be pretty cool That'd be really fun. I, I really want to couch surf across Europe. Yeah. Because that's, that's on my bucket list. Because I met a lot of people on exchange a few years ago and have people placed throughout the the countries. And then I can, yes, fam, I could probably meet some yeah. more people too. That's definitely on my list. Would you ever do the same kind of trip but on like a motorcycle instead of a bike? Or <laughs> <laughs> basically same in concept but a lot less uh, hard on the legs? If I were to do it, I'd do it in some sort of motorized vehicle that okay. would take less time. Yeah. Or I I do love bike touring, but maybe a shorter trip because I am kind of missing that stability of a home. Yeah. At the moment. No, I no the homes are nice. Yeah. I miss a bed. I miss like a proper bed and I don't even want to rub it in your face. <laughs> I don't I mean I I do have like a camping mat so it's not really a mattress like that's where I messed up on my trip. I I think we're in the same spot then. Yeah. That's what I've got. But I have a little bit of a harder I have like a nice flat (laughs) wooden uh, platform in the back of my bed. Sometimes I've been rolling down a hill in the middle of the night. Yeah. I can I can imagine. So two more questions that I want to ask you. One is documentation. We kind of talked about it before we we recorded Mm. but I've had the question a lot is like do you find that through documenting the journey that it becomes less valuable? Are you doing it for other people? Do you think that there's too much documentation versus less documentation? How do you find the right balance for yourself? Huh, that's a good question. I personally find that I don't document enough because I I love how documentation gives you something to look back on and just it triggers certain memories for you that wouldn't necessarily have come up beforehand because like it's happened so many times where you see something or you smell something even Mm -hmm. and it'll bring back a memory that you didn't know you had and so having that documentation of even just like funny photos of something from throughout that week will like bring back certain memories of the trip that might have been locked otherwise so you think you haven't been doing it enough no no there's some times that i've definitely uh have lacked in that aspect no i i think it's such an interesting question because it's it's same with me and 
And then I have to tell people like, I'm like, I'm actually not documenting everything, like every moment that I have. And I have to remind myself too, you know, maybe this isn't a documentary worthy yeah. moment. Maybe this is something you just appreciate for yourself. Um, so I think it's really interesting to always ask that question to other people doing really cool, awesome, awesome things like yourself. Yeah. Cause I guess there is definitely that balance where you don't want to be staring at your phone the whole time yeah. and actually enjoying the moment. Yeah. Because I uh, find that sure. there's days where I have like eight hours of screen time. Most of the time, though, <laughs> most of the time, though, it is because, one, I was in the prairies and there's nothing else to Fair do. Fair enough. And two, I have my phone open while I'm on Google Maps and always changing yeah, between Spotify yeah. and Google Maps. So, like, that's the other reason. Um, on those, like, mostly when I'm driving, I have to I have to charge my phone like two or three times a day because I'm like, holy shit, yeah. this, there's so much going on. Um, but, yeah, I think for the most part. I, 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 I've loved the moments where I have no service because like there's no other option yeah, other I, than to do it. That happened last night and it was... It'll happen a lot. It was one of my your, best right, nights. Your route the next seven days or however long it takes <laughs> you to get to Banff, you'll have only service I think once or okay. twice. Yeah. Well then it'll be a, a moment of practicing mindfulness. Awesome. What does mindfulness mean to you? That's not my last um, question. That's my, uh, what that, does mindfulness that's my mean to you? Just uh being fully present so that you're able to really live your life with intention. Do you meditate? Do you, uh, I've been trying to. Yeah. I've been trying to. Yeah. When I came on this trip, I brought like a self-reflection journal and everything and I haven't That's used great. it other than the second day. <laughs> okay. like, I think the podcast is more my self-reflection okay, journal. Yeah, fair that, enough. I think that's more the process that I've went. Um, yeah. But also some of my days have been so jam-packed from like 5 a.m. to 11 yeah, p.m. Yeah, true. And by the time I'm in bed i just want to sleep i don't want to do it yeah i feel and that. that a lot of people will say oh that's when true discipline comes in is when you do it when you don't want to do it i'm like no fuck off i had a good day i'm gonna to go to sleep uh, I'm gonna, like i'm gonna chill now um now the last question so you gave me a little bit of info about this bike that there's mm. uh what you said the how many pounds are on it um I think it was 127. 127 pounds, uh, not including you. That's not including me. And then it's your, what I thought was really cool is your grandpa's bike, old bike, and you're driving it, like riding it back to him. Yeah. Was there a context to the bike and riding it back to him? Does he love to, does he want the bike back? Like, what's the story there? Not really. I just thought it would be neat if I did it on his bike. Mm. That, because he's from Vancouver and he brought it over when my mom moved to Toronto and it's the bike that he used to commute to work all the time on and it's heavy yeah it's old the handlebars have been falling off a couple times <laughs> but uh it's it's lasting me yeah does that make the memory more worth it to you than riding something that that's new pristine and maybe wouldn't break down yeah I think it does it adds it adds to it for sure what do you think it adds are you close with your grandpa uh, I would like to be closer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you going to tell him that? You should tell him that. Maybe I will. Maybe not uh, that gonna direct be, word. Maybe well, I'm going to be spending, I'm gonna yeah. be spending a couple months with him. Okay. Now, and I haven't been able to see them much. Yeah. For, because they live so far. Is he the Filipino side or the no, European side? No, he's the European side. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, what, uh, how old is he? Oh no, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> you don't even know the exact age, just like the, the ballpark. Um, it's 70s. Okay. How old are you? To 80s. I'm 22. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're younger than me. Wow. Yeah. Congrats, Pops, to that. <laughs> um, well, I think what you're doing is awesome, Jeremy. I, I really think it is. Thank you. Everyone should go follow Jer underscore bikes. No numbers involved. 
Um, I told myself, I saw a couple people like my, the first week of driving up Ontario doing the type of thing. And I'm like, I need to interview someone that's doing this. You posted on Facebook. I'm like, that's my person. There you go. Now we just need to find a way to cross paths. Last week we connected and we're like, we're going to be crossing paths in Jasper and we got it done. So, so happy uh, this worked out. Me too, man. Thanks and you did great for your first podcast. Besides, right. that little pause, <laughs> besides that little pause with what I asked you, what this kind of like meant to you. And, but you know, post editing, people won't even know. So there we go. Fix it in post. Yeah, exactly. Make right. me sound like a genius. Yeah. I'll, I'll link your Instagram in the description of this podcast as well. I've said it though a couple of times, but uh, that way people can follow you. And then hopefully when you document a bit more, they can be like, this guy is sick. <laughs> Do you wait? Last question. Do you, right. are you following like specific trails or are you following like trails that you've seen other people do on YouTube and stuff? No. So the planning into this is like nothing. Yeah. Like I did not plan at all. I was kind of leaving it up to my roommate, but then she backed out and then I, I'm not really one to plan. Yeah. I'm more of a go with the flow. Okay. Where are we going? Yeah. And then, yeah. So I just wake up. I, for the start, I was going on Google Maps, doing bike route to yeah. wherever I wanted to go and following that. And now I'm just kind of following a road that's going in the right direction. Well, props to you, man. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to keep following your journey. You still got another month and a half, I think, right? October 23rd, you said? Uh, it'll be less than that. I'll, I'll be settled by like october beginning of october probably so okay. like about Ho a month hopefully about a month hopefully okay that's yeah. good well i look forward to reaching out to you in october and uh hopefully that you've settled down yeah thank you so much today i might just quit that nine to five and drive everywhere beneath clear blue skies and maybe i'll go on a hundred hikes i pack my life in this suv i may just travel endlessly across these countries i hope to find just where i'm meant to be 1400 hours later, when these roads have come home I'll have met so many mountains, great lakes and every stone I may seem far away, but just a call away by phone Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me Somewhere